Welcome back to The Bench on Triple H 100.1 FM. We've just had part one of our interviews to preview the NSFA Select versus MWFA Select in the men's matches. We had uh, the interview for the NSFA Select. It is now time for the MWFA Select, and I'm very pleased to announce that we do have the head coach, Ryan Butcher, joining us here tonight. Bushy, good evening to you. Good Anthony. Thanks for having me, mate. It's a it's a great matchup over the last few years, um, and over the last couple of years, we've seen the NSFA get closer and closer to the MWFA. And last year's match, probably the best of the lot in terms of how tight the match was. Oh mate, yeah, it was. It was an absolute ripper. Um, Think about the northern suburbs, guys. I think they had six or seven from the one team, so they had a fair bit of continuity there. Um, they played really well, uh, and so did we for that matter. I mean, it's early on in the season for both, you know, the preseason for both sides, so it's really who plays the best on the night, and I think we just edged it uh, on the scoreboard and probably deserved it. That said, it was very close. Could have gone either way, but glad to get the chocolates last year. And the uh, the, the first announcement, obviously, coming through in terms of the, the lineups here is you have retained quite a significant number of the players from last year's matchup. The the most the interesting one for mine is your longtime central defender in Jimmy Van Weeren, unavailable, but you've got Matty Smith returning to the fold. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the guys were so good last year, so the, the intention was to pick the exact same team. Now, that's always going to be difficult um, with injuries and availability and whatnot. Um, and given that we had to make a few changes, um, really pleased with the changes. I mean, Jimmy's not getting any younger. He's sort of mid-30s now. He he wants to manage the body a little bit more. With that said, um, he might be a, half a chance to actually um, give us a hand on, on, on Wednesday night um, with a couple of things that have popped up this week. So, um, yeah, really strong team, really pleased with it. We had a hit out on... Wednesday night, um, a bit of a tri- trial game, and the guys look pretty sharp. So, again, given it's early, early in the preseason, uh, pretty pleased with what I saw and really happy with the side. The uh, Talking with the NSFA squad earlier today, they, they singled out, uh, in particular, Josh Chiavati from from the lineup. But the ever the ever dangerous presence of your, your front three, not only Chiavati, the likes of Aaron Peters, the likes of Luke Kernow, and and two players that I think really don't get enough credit in terms of how much of an influence they had on the game was Mark McManus and Taylor Cahill. Oh, 100%. Uh, the attacking threats are, uh, are excellent. We've got quite a few of those. And you mentioned the front three of Kono, Aaron Peters, Chiabardi. And I, I think Josh actually originally from the northern suburbs where, you know, where he played a lot of his football. So he knows, he knows what that comp's all about. But, I mean, Taylor's... One of the top attacking threats in in our competition, without a doubt. And last year, um, Mark was absolutely excellent and in the top one or two in our in our players player that we did after the after the both games. So, um, you know, when you pick this side, there's not really any weaknesses, um, and you just want the big guys to stand up at the right time. And confident they'll do that this week. Who have you got singled out from the NSFA? Because it had to be said for quite a large chunk of it. Their, their front three in particular did cause quite a few problems for MWFA. Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, don't have many uh, names off by off by heart, but I, the funny thing is, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a player in our team, and I know a couple of um, 
guys that sort of know a bit about the Northern Suburbs League, and they've thrown a couple of names out at me that we should um, be looking at. Um, one is Luke Tyson, and the other is uh, Charlie Cox, um, attacking midfielders that can cause a little bit of problems you know, in that final third. And what we noticed last year, they're not afraid to get forward in numbers, um, and their, their movement was, was, was exceptional. So we've just got to keep an eye out there, keep it, keep it tight at the back. The reality is when you're playing a good side, they're going to create chances. Um, and that's why I've got to the, the two best keepers in the comp, um, in our side as well to, to keep us in games and, you know, in those big moments, um, keep clean sheets if we can. What we've seen from this, as, as we said, it sort of said at the top is that this, this matchup has been getting closer and closer. Uh, mm. it's, it's become really a feature of, of the prep season, not only for MWFA, but also the NSFA. They're mm. drawing a little bit more on the experience with Northern Tigers. How much do you see this sort of very friendly rivalry continuing to develop and continuing to develop football throughout the entire Northern Corridor? Well, first, I think the concept's excellent. Um, you know, it brings the best players together. It's a chance for, I'm not going to call it a pre-season trial. I don't, I don't believe that's what it is. I think it's it's a competitive game. Um, it's it's almost a, a representative game. That's how I sort of try and position it with the guys. You're representing your association. You're representing your club. Um, so we're going to treat it that way. Um, and I think we're, you know both sides have shown that that the games are very tight. And there's talk around you know, Manly Ringa probably have the better record if you look at champion of champions and and, and big events like that and, and indeed this game as well but they're bloody tight and it's not it's it's you know one nils and two ones it's sometimes gone to penalties in recent times as well so the i think the northern suburbs guys have, have, have bridged the gap and if there ever was one um and the other thing to note is that a lot of good players in our competition some of the top players are actually originated from the northern suburbs league so it turns out a lot of good footballers, um, a lot of good coaches as well. Um, so they're obviously doing an excellent job over there and we're expecting another tough one again this weekend, this week. Now, one of the one of the challenges that has come with this with this concept now for the MWFA has been following the expansion of the competition to twelve teams, um, how hard it can be to juggle the selections so that you can ensure that every club in the Premier League competition gets represented. Obviously, the mm. news that has come through with what's happened with a couple of the clubs um, mm. it does not make for pretty viewing, but how hard is it to juggle that requirement of putting out a competitive team but still making sure that every club is represented in this matchup? Oh, it is It is difficult, but uh, again, I think it speaks volumes for the concept that if you get selected, it's an honour and, and you've got to pick the right people so that I did this in 2018, last year and this year, and you do get guys sort of dropping out and, and not, not becoming available for various reasons, and that can hurt. Um, but the reason why I wanted to pick the similar team was the reliability was unbelievable last year and getting guys that are reliable, that, that are keen to represent their club. Um, and there's plenty of those guys around. Don't worry about that. At, at every club, um, there's people that it means a lot to, that are good footballers, and it's not, it's not too difficult. Um, so we've got to spread from every Premier League club um, for 2022 in this side. We didn't pick anyone from Manly Vale um, this year, but we've swapped someone in, in from Beacon Hill. So you speak to the coaches, you understand a little bit about the competition, and invariably you can pick a strong team. 
And from the players that have come that are coming in this year, we've got the likes of Bill Benton, Ryan Chambers, Oscar Drew, Lucas Mexia, Matty Smith we mentioned, Adam Tomko. We've already mentioned Matty Smith and how much of a role he's going to play in between the sticks. But of those other mm. five, who who have you who have you got your eyes on in particular to really go long term with this squad? Oh look, Ryan Chambers is a good young player. I actually never met him until Wednesday night. He He's fast. He puts a good cross in. Very sharp attacking player. So he's he's someone that's probably going to not only shock this uh, this event, but obviously the Premier League. Given Beacon Hill are in the Premier League this year, so he's one to watch out for this season. Big Bill Benton, um, obviously a, a bit of a stalwart there at Pittwater. Just rock solid. Looking forward to him. You know, marshalling the, the back four there. Um, and Jack Gilbert, he's actually from Belrose. He played originally with West Pimblet and possibly another club in the northern suburbs. So we're leaning on him for a few insights. Um, let's see if we can bring, you know, a little bit of that knowledge about some of the other players on the other side. So, but all the guys had something different. Uh, highly recommended from their, their coaches and also um, from my experience playing against them uh, or coaching against them, sorry, last season. Um, so they're all going to add value for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Bushy, and we wish you all the best of luck on Wednesday night. Great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Cheers.